0: Welcome to the Craft of Memory. I'm your host, Ronald Johnson. On this show, we seek to recover this beautiful art. For memory without conscious design is like an uncatalogued library. We believe this is a skill that anyone could learn. Will you seek to hone this craft? Hello, you are now listening to episode seven. I had the opportunity to speak with the talented Celine De Luca. She is a competitive memory athlete and memory coach. And in this episode, we talked about the national names discipline, images, advice for memory training, and more. So without further ado, let us get into the show and hope you all enjoy tell us a little bit about yourself and how did you get into memory sports
1: well um my name is Céline i'm 27 uh, i'm from belgium and i live there in europe and i discover memory techniques like seven or eight years ago uh, for my study because i was in university uh, to be a vet and i and i studied and i just wanted to increase my memory and I discovered these techniques that like for anyone else were magic when you discover them. And I used them for seven or eight years just for um, my studies and my life, the books that I read. And it's just like recently, maybe one year and a half ago that I just uh, read a book that was talking about memory sports. And he was giving in the end of the book some link for the websites to train. And I just like. But I will try to see my level in these things. And uh, I just had so much fun and I get really into it. And then it's natural. You evolve, you evolve, you see others, you see, oh, maybe I will never be this level. And then you just, you just grow. And here I am.
0: Yeah. And you're, you're performing at a, a very good level. Um, Thank you. So you, you recently um, are at the top of Division 3 going on to Division 2. On memory league, yeah. is that correct?
1: Yes, that's that correct. Yes, I'm going to, to Division Two. Yeah.
0: Ah, oh, congrats. Congrats. Thank
1: you. Thank you.
0: So, how is the memory sports community in Belgium?
1: Not very developed. Um, I, I feel a bit alone here um, because we don't have much, we don't have any like federation. We don't have anything like this. There are some people that are interested in memory, um, but very few that I met on the the forum. Uh, But there's not a big community. In the past, we had other people that were more into memory from what I saw on the website of uh, IAM website. But for now, we don't have much. And from what I know, I am the most active uh, from from now, uh, from what I know. So because I'm, I'm looking for these people because I would love to develop and this is a bit, I feel alone, you know, like, um, uh, there's a lot of people that I talk to, but I would love to have my federation uh, to support me to help me I would love to have a mentor too in this but we, we don't have, um, I, I, w- I will probably work on it to develop it more in the in the future.
0: Okay. So hopefully we will get to see more development in in Belgium. So- what does your memory training schedule look like? Uh,
1: my memory schedule uh, training depends on what I'm, I'm training. If I train for Memory League and if I train for the division of Memory League or official matches, um, I train less from when I train for the IAM competitions. Like recently, I went to the French Open, and this this is a completely different schedule for me so for memory league i used to train like uh, five days five to seven days a week depending on my free time and i train between one or two hours per day Um, i i start by my comfort uh, disciplines like names images and then i get to the harder and the rest of the day, I, I try to to train with cards like I have deck of cards everywhere in my home to just like look at them and try to get the image as fast as possible. And when I train for IAM competition, like when I what I did for the French Open, I train more uh, because the, the disciplines are longer. So in one hour, I just do like one discipline, a big discipline of numbers. So I have to train more and I train. A minimum uh, two hours, so between two and four. If I'm really, really, if I have time, uh, th- this is this because my free time is not that good. But if I have time, I can do it. And for the future, th- this is of course the, what I would like to do: minimum four hours per per day um, for for bigger competitions.
0: Oh wow, that's good. So <laughs> you train with physical cards in addition to digital cards. Do you find yeah. that there is a difference between the two?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Completely different. Uh, and in the in the, Champ, in the French Open, I realized this difference, especially in the Recall. Having the Recall with physical card takes so long, and this is so hard. With digital, it's so fast, and this is so different. It's really two different um, disciplines. And from now, because I trained uh, Leslie a lot with physical card, and I have more or less the same speed, uh, with digital and, and, and physical. I prefer the physical because I love the show to tap on the on the chrono and everything. But um, but this is really difficult. But I try to, to train with both and more with cards because it's easier, as I said, to take a deck of cards everywhere and just look at the card.
0: Okay, okay. So I know that you're really good at the names discipline. So <laughs> thank you. I wanted to dive into... To the mm-hmm. names discipline and and hear some of your your techniques and and how you approach the discipline what advice would you give a a memory athlete who wants to increase their speed in the national names discipline
1: i would say to just go as fast as possible like just really go as fast as possible with the with the faces and the name and in the beginning you will be lost but the more you go and the, the faster you will get to recognize because the more you train, the more you will be used to see faces, the more you will be used to see names and have like fast images that pop up to the, to the mind. You just go as fast, 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 the fast as possible. And this is like, I think this is the same for every discipline just to go as fast as possible and, and train as much as possible. The more you train, the more you will see the same names coming, the same name popping up and it will be easier. to to do it and also to try to train in the daily life, Uh, try to to be familiar with the names and familiar to create fast images with the names. Like you watch a documentary, you watch a movie, you're gonna see the names of the character. try to memorize them and just train out of the memory league, out of the disciplines in everyday life, try to be fast to create images. And then when you train, just go as fast as possible and let's see what's going on. And also maybe what is very useful is to, to be careful to the mistake you make to all the mistake, why you make it and how can you fix it next time?
0: Okay. So when you finish a discipline in names, you review your mistakes and you ask the question, why did I make this mistake? So do you do that for all the names or do you do it just for some of the names? Do you, write them in a, a document, an Excel spreadsheet? Yeah. What's your approach there?
1: I have a, a small notebook that I use. And, uh, or I just write on a paper if I have. And um, I'm trying to, I see all the names, all the mistakes that I make. I go see all the mistakes that I make and I see why I made a mistake. Like the goal, every time I'm talking about memory league now, but every time that I train or that I have a match, my goal is to have 30 names. If I don't have 30 names, how could I fix it? So I'm just looking for it. I see the names that I missed. Is it because I don't know the name? Is it because I'm not comfortable with it? Is it because I misspell? Is it because of the face? And I'm just trying after. So I write down on my notebook, on my paper, my mistakes, and how could I fix it? Is it the face and what could I see on the face that I didn't see because I was too fast? Or what could I see on the name? And I'm just trying to write it down and I, I review it after mm. on my next uh, on my next trainings. That's
0: good. So what are some techniques that one can use to memorize names and faces?
1: Uh, I, I, I mainly use to, to memorize the faces. Um, Oh, something on their face, or I memorize them during an action, like, I can see that I'm more comfortable that I put them in a situation very fast. So I, I don't use much just like to, for example, if the person that you, you are trying to memorize the name has, I don't know, I would say like a moustache and you're focused on the moustache, uh, I'm that comfortable with it. I put them more in the situation because I can really, I can see that all, most of the names um, that I have and that I memorize this is people in action I don't know if you understand what I mean so this is what I'm trying to do and um, this is what just people should be uh, comfortable to do like to put them in action or to get focused on a detail on a face and then have an image that they are used and they're comfortable with with the name and just try to go with the first image that goes in their mind, even if it doesn't make any sense, even if no one will never understand it, even if it's awkward, just the first image to connect very fast and to stick to the face and add some other things like words or like the the person speaking or moving, just try to add as much as possible of this.
0: So let me give you a couple of names and... I just want to hear how you would approach it so okay let's say you had to memorize sandra what sandra. would you do in that moment
1: okay so sandra um if i have to explain to someone sandra for me this is sand of course so i will just edging a lot like these people just get out of the sands and all the sand you know from the beach uh, rolling all over her hair or that is good with the scent because it gets attached to the skin or the hair or you know sometimes with the color of the skin or the color of the hair and I'm like it looks like sand, you know you just think about it and to me that is one of the if I see Sandra like me the way I see it I have a friend that is called Sandra and I remember her once that she was sitting in a bus stop And so every time that I see a face with someone called Sandra, I picture them sitting on the bus stop. Hmm. Because this is really the first thing that comes into my mind when I think about this friend. So I picture them sitting on the the bus stop. Or if they have really a characteristic of sand on them, so I picture it.
0: Okay, so you not only use an image that's associated with the name but you also use people that you actually know in real life.
1: And then you try to
0: imagine that person in that situation of the person that you know.
1: Yeah. This is what I do a lot. I put them in a situation familiar with the name, um, with people that I know and, and I put them in this situation and this works for me.
0: So would you say that that works better than the creation of images and attaching it on their face. Which, which um, technique do you uh, like the best?
1: I don't say it's better, but for me it is. Um, because it depends on the name, really. I, I just It depends on the face that I see and the name. And I come out with the techniques that is the fastest in my mind. For me, uh, I most use the actions. But I don't know if this is, works better. I think it depends of the people. It's like some people are more familiar with a major system and other with Dominic system for numbers. It's the same for this. Like, I don't think one is better than the other one, but one fits better to me because like when I first started with names, disciplines, um, I just took the, the first really image that comes into my mind. And if this image is like Sandra in the bus stop, this person in the bus stop, I use it. And for me, I realize when I have feedback on this, that this is what I use the most for the names. This works for me. And I, th- I think that people should give a try to this and just see what, what fits the best and what fits the best to the database of name you, that you have.
0: Definitely. So let's try another name. So Anthony, how okay. would you approach that?
1: Um, Anthony, like the database that I have with Anthony, in the middle there is the, in French, ton, is like tuna. So for me, I just picture this big fish on this person, Um, this big fish that is just like, I really imagine there is a fish coming out of the, the water and is trying to survive in this environment and is moving a lot and very, very dirty and everything, you know, and I, I picture it when I see Anthony, this is the first thing that I picture this fish because uh, ton reminds me of tuna in French. And this is for me the first thing in the, the, the name that pop up and that I see on the face or the body of the person I'm not trying to memorize.
0: So... You speak both English and French. Do you find yourself using both languages when you're creating the associations?
1: Yes, I use them both. Yes. Sandra, I, this is uh, like Sandra. In in French, uh, the sand is sable. So it has nothing to do with Sandra, but I use it because I, I, I in my home, um, the person that lives with me speaks English. So I speak English all the time. So I'm comfortable with the English So I I use both images in English and both in French when I uh, come up with the images of the names.
0: Nice. Well, thanks for sharing that. So... No problem. Essentially creating images, attaching it to their face, and then also using situations and imagining that person in that situation that is yes. related to a person that you already know.
1: Exactly. Yes. Uh, that I already know or the name like Boris, Boris, it sounds like bored. And you see this in this case, I use like the English sounds of the name. Uh, Boris is like bored, boring. And then I, I just picture this person being very boring or, you know, they have something on the eyes that I imagine the eyes like a bit sad or boring or face or in the situation Uh, being boring, you know, or being bored, I mean.
0: Okay. When memorizing names, how do you remember the spelling? So for example, how do you remember that it is Alison with one L instead of two Ls or Catherine with a C instead of Catherine with a K?
1: Yeah, this is that? one of the, the most common mistakes that I make. Um, this is the spelling with this. Like when I see the name or it has the spelling that I'm comfortable with. So Catherine, like for me, Catherine is with a C. The, the most common Catherine are with C. But when it comes with a K, um, if I'm too fast, I, I, I try miss it. But when I, I try to not miss it, I just say it out loud. I just say it or just the effort to stop two seconds to say there is a K and just and then I go and maybe saying out loud. I, I don't know. I put it differently on the image of the, the, the face, um, like a Karen or a Karine uh, in French that sometimes with a K, sometimes with a C. When I see it with a K that I'm not comfortable with, I just say it. when I'm memorizing, I see and I say it out loud. I said with a K, with a K. I just repeat it and then it goes. And same for. Um, 2L like uh, or like Alison as you said or maybe Elliot sometimes in French we have it mo- a lot um, if it's not the way I'm used to be I just say it or if I have the time or feel that I have the time I can put some images with it like 2L looks like two bunny uh, ear you know so I can put it on the image if I am fast enough and if I'm comfortable with it if the face fits with it I can add some, some image about it
0: very interesting. So you make a mental note and then you say it out loud. So yeah, two L's or one L or yeah, Catherine with a K.
1: Yeah, just just the effort to already say it and have the attention on it, like you really take the attention on it. Uh, it helps me. It helps me after to to remember to remember it. So this is what I do, and when I recall the names. Uh, I don't know if you're going to talk about it after, but when I recall the name, I put the first letter or the first letters to the, all the names before. I don't go name by name, you know. So I see all the faces and very quick because my memory is more fresh. And at this moment, I remember more uh, the first letter so or the spelling and I put it very fast. You know what I mean? Like I don't go face by face. I just see all of them and write very quick the first letters of the name and then I complete.
0: Okay, so... You just write the first letters of each name. So I've seen that in the words discipline. Simon, I mm-hmm. believe Simon Reinhardt does that as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. And Katie Kermo they put the the first yeah. letters. So you also apply that to the names discipline. as
1: well. Yeah. I don't do it for words, but I do it for names. For names, yes, I do it. And this really helped me too, because I really can see that when I'm trying to think about names too strongly after, of course, the other ones, I lost them a bit. So when I do it, like it's really more fresh. And after it really helps me to complete the names that maybe I didn't have before. So this really helped me to do it in names.
0: Okay. So what are your thoughts on reviewing names before the memorization time Mm -hmm. ends? Because we know that, Some people review names twice. But as we know, this slows down the memorization speed. And considering that some memory athletes can memorize 30 names in 40 seconds or less, do you think one should seek to train without reviewing or just to learn how to review more quickly? What are are your thoughts on that?
1: I think that it's better to, to not recall like in the memory league discipline the recall is always a comfort um it's a comfort uh, strategy and in names too i I think that this is better to just try to create faster the the images Um, in other disciplines of names in longer disciplines like the five minutes or 15 minutes names um, this is different but in one minute I think that it's better to try to get faster at once because this is possible this is clearly possible you just need to have a strong database of name, strong image and get faster but recall is interesting um, but for comfort speed but if you really i think really want to to be good um, it's better to just, learn how to get faster at once and maybe we call the last ones or some that are not comfortable but just go very fast you know because sometimes this is what i do i i memorize and the last names i do on my short-term memory i don't really create an image so i see them and sometimes i recall very very fast the two or three last name just to have them because i don't create an image i just go very very fast and it can happen that i just take a look to the others and I know which names I was not comfortable, and then I recall them, but very fast. But I think it's better to just learn how to get faster at once than recall.
0: Okay, that's good. So, seeking to only look at them once rather than twice yeah. in yeah, order I to think, increase yeah. the speed.
1: Okay, yeah, I think, but that's that's my point of view. Maybe there are some that are really not comfortable with it, but I don't think that you can really get fast and get in the top in names discipline by reviewing all the time. So that's a good thing maybe to start or in the back not to start, but to get comfortable and to get faster. But at the moment to reach some level, I don't think that reviewing would really help.
0: So would you say the same thing for international names? Because I know that's one of the most difficult disciplines. Do you review in that or do you try to or do you try to look at the names once?
1: Uh, Sometimes I review, um, sometimes I review, and sometimes I don't. And I notice that uh, I'm better when I don't review. Because when I review, I, I want to be first. And international names that are so hard if you are fast you're just losing a lot I think so when I review it, it I know that it works like Don my vikers, he told me that he is much better when he do international names um he can go like up to 20 names even more but when I do it I'm not that good I'm better when I'm just slower at one thing you know you just see one time because like you, I, have, I focus on the fact that I need to go fast to have the time to review. And it just stressed me out more. And then when I review, I review fast. And when I have the recall, I realize that I don't know the spelling or I, I see the image. But so I prefer to take more time to see once in the international names.
0: Okay. So for the international names, you try to go a little slower, but you pay more attention so you yeah. can just look at the names once. Okay. Yeah. I know that in memory sports, strategy is very important. We Mm -hmm. see this with Simon and with with Katie and with Andrea. So what are some of the strategies that one can use if they're competing against someone who has a similar level to them in the names discipline?
1: Uh, I I would say like how I do for for me, for people at at my level, because I'm I'm at the level that I do not do 30 all the time. If I am with someone that is the same level than me, it depends who is it. If this is someone that is very good, I will just try to be as fast as possible. So I will just go the fastest possible but if i am with someone that is the same level more or less i would just try to hit the 30 names you know so because i already noticed that when i don't do it i i just make a mistake and i and i lose so i just try to hit the 30 names like I know that right now I can make 30 names under 60 seconds. So I just take the 60 seconds. I try, it's not always easy, but I just try to hit the 60 seconds or less if I'm comfortable, but I just go to hit the the 30 names because I know that this is hard. But if I am with someone that is very strong or that I see that I am with someone that is in good shape, I just try to go fast. Um, I just try to go fast and then like names, um, is like images, it depends on your set of images and mm. names.
0: Sometimes yeah. you
1: have great names that you all know them. Sometimes you have horrible names that you never even saw in your life. And so I need to adapt sometimes to the strategy that I use there, you know, because if I want to go very fast and then I realize that I'm not comfortable with the names, I slow down. But if I slow down during my set, so I will just try to make the 30 names, you know what I mean? If I slow down in the beginning, I will continue to slow down the whole time to be, you know, good with the names. Um, So I adapt also to the set that I have.
0: Okay, so you try to get all 30 names with Mm -hmm. the 60 seconds with the hopes that, or with the hope that the opponent would get 29 or less. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So this is a, a difficult one, I think, in, in my opinion, is when you have when you have plain, plain faces, when there's mm-hmm. when there's no unique or prominent facial feature. Mm-hmm. How do you create associations or imagery for faces that are plain, that that do not have any uh, unique characteristics? What is your approach there?
1: Uh I first thing I look at the clothes uh, because like they are not naked. They always have clothes, and the clothes are always different for everyone. So I try to just the style of the clothes, the t-shirt uh, or skirt or anything like a, you know. Uh, I just look at the clothes and or the bottom sometimes the bottom of the of the of the image. Uh, in some names we have a bottom that is different color than white. So I, I try to focus on this and. Sometimes, well, I really don't have nothing. I just try to create you know, expressions on their faces. You know, I try to make them alive. I, I told you in the beginning, it's good for me. It's good to to have some other sense that just look at someone that is not moving. So I'm trying to make them talk, and I'm trying to make them move and move their arms or do something or smile or you know. So I'm trying to put expressions on their faces and make them alive. And sometimes this can help.
0: And do you make it very dramatic and, and funny? And
1: It depends on the names. It depends on the image I have for the name. Um, it really depends on this because some, some, some name brings me in the situation or an image that they are mad and sometimes they shout. Uh, I really It depends on, on really the, the situation of the name.
0: Okay. So the key is making them alive by changing their facial feature. Yeah. Or paying attention to their, their clothes, uh, the yeah. color, or looking at the background and working with that. Okay. Yeah. That's good.
1: This That's is what trying to do. And the more you do it, the fastest you will get to do it because you can think like, Oh yeah, but creating expressions on their face, like it must take long, but it, it doesn't in the beginning, you're not comfortable with it, but the more you do and the more you will get faster.
0: Okay. So do you have a pre-made list of images for national names or do you improvise and make up names on the spot?
1: I, I improvise, but I have like an unconscious list in my head because as I train a lot, like, of course, I finish. You have all the time the same images like you talk to me about Sandra and Anthony. I have a pre-made image that I didn't work on, it. it's just that this is the first thing that always comes to my mind, So I have these pre-made images, you know what I mean? But I never took the time to make a list or to memorize or to make uh, you know, flashcards of images like or do something like numbers or cards, uh, I never did it, I just come up with it, uh, it's just that I'm, I train so much that I'm used to some names. Uh, that comes back and I'm used to to create an image about it. And I just get used to it. But I, I don't really have a, a list for it. Uh, I just come up with, with what I have.
0: Okay, so it's just a matter of practice and the more mm-hmm. you train, the more you will see the names and then you'll develop a, yeah. a list of, of images. Okay.
1: Yeah, a list of really images that comes up or situation it will just come up naturally for the name you are used to yeah
0: okay so you're you're also good at the images discipline so i wanted to talk about that a little so what advice would you give to someone who wants to increase their speed and accuracy in the images discipline
1: Like I will start with the same that I give for names, just go as fast as possible and always uh, way under your speed, like comfort zone. Um, Just go very fast, just to see the images and pictures them. And then you will see the the recall. Like for training, of course you do it. When you train, you just go, if you are comfortable in 30 seconds, just hit the 20, you know, very, very fast. And then the more you do it, the more you will take your comfort speed zone Uh, down you know so if you are comfort at 30 seconds and when you train you go 20 maybe you're going to have like 10 images good but the more you do it the more you will realize that your next comfort speed is like 25 you know Mm -hmm. Uh, because after you will notice that you you have this effect that when you go back to 30 seconds it's very slow for you because your brain is used to this speed so you just go as speed as you can, and you try to adapt your memory palace to it. So, like we know that uh, one lucky image on emo- uh, memory palace is is not good for being very speed. So try to work. Uh, if you use a memory palace, because I, I think that some don't even use it for memory, but if you if you use, try to adapt uh, your strategy about it.
0: So, do you use two images per locus? What's your approach?
1: Half of my memory palace has two images per locus, and half doesn't have.
0: Okay, so you use two. Okay, and so in in images, we often approach similar images. So we can have a mountain and another mountain, or a cat and a cat, or a dog and a dog, or a fruit and another type of fruit that looks very similar right after each other. So what is your approach to distinguish the two and to have a good recall when you face similar images?
1: When I notice like the second images that is similar, I try very fast to attached to a detail on it and exaggerated in my images. So, for example, you have two sunsets, you know, it's, I don't know, it it often happens to me in the images I have a picture of the sun, and then I have another picture of the sun, like later, and nothing looks more like the sun than the sun, but one is more brilliant than the other, you know. And on the moment, like you notice this, or I notice on the second, and I try to exaggerate it, or I try to interact with the second image if I have a second image, you know. So I try to just take a detail of the second one um, that is slightly different because you always have a difference, of course, and just exaggerate it when I put in my memory palace.
0: Okay, so you're taking a detail, and then you're just exaggerating it. And then that yeah. is what helps you to distinguish between the two. Okay.
1: Yeah.
0: So I know that swapping is is a common mistake in images, even for the, the top competitors, uh, division one. Um, so what advice would you give to Avoid swapping. What would you say?
1: Uh, I I tried things that didn't work, or maybe I didn't work enough on them. I tried, I tried to make move uh, the second image. You know, I tried to put sound on the second or the first image, uh, but it didn't work, and it really slowed down my speed when I was trying to do it. And also because when I see the image, I just to go fast like some image i put sound some i don't depend of the image so it didn't work so for now i just hope for the best and i'm trying to just it depends. I, I'm trying really to focus on the actions that they do, or I slow down on the moment. And I know in my memory palace, which Loki I put two, because I don't put on all the Loki's two images, just half of them. I know exactly which one is it. And so I pay more attention to it when I memorize them. I, I really slightly slow down on them, but very slightly. And I'm, I'm trying to create an action between the two. Uh, so I can, try to figure out which is the first and which is the second, but this is a really common mistake that I made too. And I'm still trying to figure out how to stop doing this. And I tried some things, but it, it really didn't work. So for now, I just improvise when I see the three images. I just I just try to improvise. I know which lucky it is, so I improvise with what I have.
0: Okay, okay. So if you could just give, one piece of advice to memory athletes what would it be
1: it would be always keep a feedback of all your training always don't just train uh, okay i did this great um, and stop give always always take that time to analyze your results always even if you are satisfied like you are satisfied with it you like great i wanted to do this Now, how could I be faster? And any mistake you make is not like, there is a reason and how to fix it. I said for name, but for for everything that you do, why did I swap these two cards? Why did I swap these numbers? Why I couldn't recall this image? Why did I do it? Why always, uh, it, it is a work and it's annoying to do, of course, because you recall and then you want to finish. But for me, like this is to evolve fast. It is very important to make this feedback all the time for every training if possible of course to keep a trace of it like write it down uh, what are your mistakes how could you avoid it and just review it after review it for the next training review it right before you go to sleep and and it will go in your mind and it really um, help you because if you don't see any feedback if you don't like look for how to to get better you will not get better. If you know more or less how to do it, and you need to just make the feedback and change it as fast as possible. Maybe in your number system, these two images are too similar, change it right now, change it. Uh, maybe in this card, maybe this face, uh, what, what you could recall, what you have to be attentive. And this will really help you to, to, to get better.
0: So it's not just about the quantity of training, mm-hmm. but it's also about the quality. Of, training. of course, okay.
1: of course, this is this is right. Like you can you can train uh, four hours per day, um, but if you train two hours, but you make that effort on your feedback, it will be as good as the four hours, I guess. I don't know. I'm not a world champion. I didn't make a lot of competitions, but I for me, um, I know that this is really important and it really, really helped me to, to work on it, to make this feedback, to have a notebook that I write down everything all my mistakes in words too, that I'm struggling in this discipline and to just like have this feedback and write down and say, why I couldn't memorize it. What is the image that would fit the best? And then after you create a database like this, you review and you're like, oh yeah, this image, I, I couldn't recall because of this next time I will do it. And the more you see it, and if you see it again, you will make the process, you know?
0: Yeah. So I have a question about when you're reviewing your mistakes, So do you focus on a a mistake? Because I know when we're memorizing, we can have a lot of mistakes and a lot of reasons why we didn't recall something, um, whether it's swapping or misspelling or we've could have gone faster. There's so many different things. Do you focus on one aspect at a time or do you spread it out and? And try to work on them simultaneously. What does what does that look like?
1: I just try to. I just wonder two things: like, why I made the mistake, and what is the thing that I should do to avoid it. And if like. Um, like when I review it, I just review everything at the same time what I did, you know? I just review and I review my mistakes and what did I mention that I could do better? I just review and then, you know, I don't I don't have to retreat uh, behind it. I just review it and I'm like, okay. And then I review it for the next training and then I will see. Uh, but I just focus like, why did I make this mistake? Maybe it's because I was not focused. Maybe it's because there was no noise around me. Maybe because I was, I don't know, I was something in my head. But after, like, how can I never make it again? And not just about my environment or how I feel, but like about really the discipline and the thing, you know, like really about it. And I review everything at the same time. I don't know if this was clear about what I said. Yeah, yeah. That's or if I that's answer clear. the question.
0: Yeah, that's good. Where can we find you on social media, or where can we watch your memory competitions?
1: Um, you can find me on Instagram. That I'm the most active. Um, so, you can find me on Instagram at Céline Deluca Coach. Um, so, this is my, my Instagram that I use for my activity uh, because I make uh, courses and I have people with their memory. So, this is really when I'm mostly present. And I have my YouTube channel, but my YouTube channel is in French. So, for people who are willing to uh, learn or, or that already speak in French, uh, you can find me on, on YouTube with my name. You just put my name, Céline Deluca, and you will you will find me directly. Um, on this and I'm also on Facebook for every memory athlete like um, I accept all of them because I love to be part of this community and I met a lot of great people in this community and I'm very very glad to be part of it and this really motivates me to to stay in this and to to meet more people
0: yeah I agree it's it's definitely um, a very good community I, I enjoy being a part of the the memory community so i will be sure to leave your instagram and youtube channel thank in the you. show notes so people can can follow you and yeah, you. you also offer coaching correct
1: Okay. I coach uh, people. Yeah, I coach people like regular people um, to to improve their memory. I also have programs for students to help them in their studies um, to show them techniques. Like I, I want to spread the techniques. Like as I say to everybody, like I wish I didn't have to help anyone because school would do it for me or people would know them. So I'm just trying to spread the techniques as much as I can, memory techniques. Um, because for me, I just wish all the worlds could know them, you know, like to, to really improve their life because it really improved my life. And I know that it can improve the life of everybody to know them. So yeah, I do, I do some, some coaching uh, with, with people, with regular people to help them.
0: That's good. Yeah. Uh, techniques are, are definitely useful in the context of, of school and also work as well. So if yeah. you're, if you're interested in, in coaching, feel free to, reach out to Celine. She's very talented and, and very skilled at what she does. Thank you. So I'm sure that you will be in good hands. Thank well, you. Thank you. Thank you, Celine. It was a pleasure speaking with you. Thank you for all the advice that you shared. Um,
1: that was a pleasure for me. Really. Thank you so much for inviting me. It was very great. And I always like to talk about memory. So <laughs> yeah,
0: anytime. time. All right, well, I hope you have a good rest of your day.
1: Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. Talk to you later.